Welcome to another episode of Sounds Reasonable to Me. This podcast is created and produced by IamReasonable.com, and I'm your host, C.J. Sand. In this week's episode, we're going to take a look at an interesting technique widely used by salespeople, storytellers, religious leaders, and governments. I call it the exception that makes the rule. How many times have you sat through a story about someone's incredible real-life experience? A story about someone who overcame tremendous odds, who defied the fates and ended up snatching victory out of the very jaws of defeat? Or, conversely, the story of someone who did all the right things, only to have it ripped from their grasp through some cruel twist of fate? Sales pitches are full of stories like these. With religion, you hear about these kind of events all the time. They call them miracles. Casinos thrive on the whole, someone has to hit that big jackpot story. And governments tend to overuse the whole, we're doing this to protect your freedom excuse to justify their actions. I call stories like these the exception that makes the rule. Because it's when someone takes a specific one in a million, amazing or horrific example, and then follows it by saying something like, it happened to them, and it could happen to you. And of course, what they're saying is a simple statement of fact. It could happen to you. But do you notice that they never, ever mention the odds? Because if they did, well, you'd probably stop listening. When I was young, I spent a lot of time in the doctor's waiting room. My mom had neck problems and visited her chiropractor regularly, and many times I would go along with her. Since this was before cell phones and the internet, I would spend my time reading the old magazines in the waiting room. National Geographic, Sports Illustrated, Reader's Digest. In the 1970s, the Reader's Digest was filled with stories about people being injured in freak accidents and then heroically overcoming their injuries. Funny thing, though, since I read so many of these kind of stories, it started to feel, at least to me, like these kind of things happen to people all the time. It wasn't until I was older that I found out that accidents like this didn't just have million-to-one odds of happening, the odds were actually very much higher. I was reading about things that literally had no chance of ever happening to me. And to add to this, and I don't know that this has changed much, but a lot of the old people I grew up with seem to talk a lot about tragic events connected with every little place, every time of year, every holiday, every food we would eat. They would have some horrific story that they'd tell us, usually during a family meal. Oh, do you remember that sharp corner where the boy plowed his car right into that big tree? Or, oh, graduation time, it always makes me so sad because that's when those two boys, they drowned at that party up at the lake. Oh my gosh. Everywhere I looked, everyone I listened to, it was nothing but mayhem, disaster, and agony. But again, they never mentioned the odds of something like this actually happening to someone like me. I think it would have been a lot more useful if, at the beginning of one of these stories, you were told what the odds are that one thing or another might or might not happen to you. 
Maybe compare it with other things with the same odds of happening to give it some kind of context. I remember being a 25-year-old married teacher, sitting at my kitchen table with an old family friend who was trying to sell me life insurance. Now, I was only 25 years old, and yet this friend, wearing his nice jacket and tie and looking at me with concern, is telling me, You have to think about your wife and child. What would they do if you were gone? And then he told me a story about a person from our town where that exact thing had happened. He died young, had no insurance, and his wife and child were left destitute. At the time, I seemed to remember asking him what the odds of me actually dying at this age were, and he immediately mumbled something like, Oh, who knows? But can you afford to take that risk? Looking back at it now, he must have known. He must have known the exact number. After all, that was his business. It was his company's business. Him not knowing the odds of me dying at any given age is as ludicrous as thinking that Vegas casinos don't know the odds of winning on any one of their games. Of course he knew. But he didn't tell me, because he would have had to say that the odds at the time were right around 1,200 to 1, about the same odds as me being hit by lightning over the course of my lifetime. I should have just laughed in his face. 1,200 to 1? I had nearly twice the chance of hitting a jackpot on my first pull of a slot machine in Vegas. The odds to that are only 625 to 1. And yet, because I let the exception make the rule, there I was, paying him a monthly premium that I really couldn't afford at that time of my life. So, what can we do about this? I do believe that in our world today, many people let the exception make the rule for many things in their daily lives. They avoid all kinds of opportunities and activities because of those one-in-a-million examples. It's at this point we need to remember the quote by Damon Runyon, The race is not always to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but that is the way to bet. We need to realize that the world can be a dangerous place, and life is a risky business. But you need to ask yourself, do you want to focus all your energy on simply avoiding those risks, or do you want to live your life? Now, I'm not promoting foolhardiness, or taking crazy, unnecessary risks just for thrills. But I do think we should consider the odds when making decisions in our life, not allowing one unique one in a million example, to make up our minds for us. We should not allow the exception to make the rule. And I guess that taking the time to find out what the odds are when making decisions in our lives, making sure that any risks we do take are thoughtful, sensible, logical risks, and living our lives to their fullest potential, well, that sounds reasonable to me. Thank you for listening. Sounds Reasonable to Me is an IamReasonable.com production. IamReasonable.com, working for a more reasonable tomorrow.